Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Friday, January 20th, a.k.a. the first day of Aquarius season. Hey, water bearers. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Yesterday, all nine candidates for Chicago mayor squared off at the first televised forum of the race. They covered a lot of ground, so let's get into it. Or at least some of it. We'll start with the CTA. When candidates were asked how they would improve the system, several of them said they would make public transportation safer and put more police on trains. But State Representative Cam Buckner said he would do things a little bit differently. CTA is broken and we have to find uh, a way to fix it. Spending $30 million on security dogs uh, like this is 1960 George Wallace's Alabama is a problem. Buckner also said cameras on the trains aren't connected to each other. Now, activist J. Maul Green said he would deploy social workers on trains. And Roderick Sawyer, alderman in the 6th Ward, pointed out that a quarter of the city still doesn't have adequate rail service. Candidates were also asked how they would secure funds to care for asylum seekers coming into the city from other states like Texas. My colleague Tessa Weinberg has more on that. Former Chicago Public School CEO Paul Vallis said if elected, he would stop, quote, baiting other governors. I mean, you can't basically grandstand and say we're a sanctuary city, we're inviting everybody in and then not have a plan. Mayor Lori Lightfoot accused Vallis of defending the Texas governor's political stunts. I think I just heard Paul Vallis say that we should not call out racist, xenophobic practices of governors like Greg Abbott, who are treating migrants like freight. Lightfoot also said she would keep pushing the feds to issue work permits for asylum seekers. A new report is highlighting some of the inequities that impact Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander communities in Chicago. And it's focused on health. My colleague Indy Kara is reporting that it's a result of a survey led by the Chinese American Service League along with community partners. CEO Paul Liu says the data from more than 2,000 respondents challenge the idea that Asian Americans are a monolith. Now we can say the needs for every different Asian American community is very different and we, they can focus on the needs just for them. Some of the big risk factors they identified were limited English, unemployment, and social isolation. The inequities mostly varied among groups within the community, and roughly half of the people surveyed live below the poverty level. Whether you're a winter warrior who's getting outside for recreation these days or you're making plans for that first burst of spring, you'll be happy to know that the newest National Historical Park in the U.S. is on the south side of Chicago. My colleague Adora Namigade is reporting that it's in the Pullman neighborhood, which is known for its influence on urban planning and design. Pullman also has a significant role in history, including the 1894 Pullman strike. That's a part of the reason why we celebrate Labor Day. Congresswoman Robin Kelly has been trying to elevate the area to a park designation since she was elected back in 2013. We still celebrate and we'll go on forever celebrating Labor Day. We are still fighting that battle. And it's good to know your history, as they say, so you don't repeat it. Kelly says the designation would help the park expand its programming and boost economic development in the neighborhood in general. For context, the area was previously designated as the Pullman National Monument. And a few quick hits before we get to the weather. So you know that Amazon warehouse that was supposed to be open on the west side last year? 
Amazon promised it would bring 500 jobs to the city, but then pushed back the opening date. And now members with Get to Work, Inc. and activists with Black Workers Matter say residents are being, quote, ghosted. They said they asked Amazon for updates and to enter into a community benefits agreement, but nothing has happened yet. Amazon said in an email that the facility will open later this year. And for the late-night skygazers, a green comet that hasn't been visible from Earth in thousands of years can be seen this month if the conditions are right. And the name is real easy to remember. Comet C2022E3. And you might be able to catch it if you get far, far away from Chicago light pollution. Get ready to look for it on January 29th. As for weather, it's cloudy in the low 30s right now, staying that way until late tonight when it'll dip down a little below freezing. You may see a bit of snow today, too, if you haven't already. And that's it for the rundown for now. Today at 2 o'clock, I'm so geeked for you to hear my conversation with a prolific artist based in Pilsen whose work embodies nostalgia and freedom. Even when I got introduced to art, through graffiti, I like drawing birds, like my little characters. Like I would write scent, S-E-N-T, like my graffiti letters. So it was always this like idea of like finding freedom through my art. Scent Rock is a street artist and you've probably seen his murals all around the city. They mostly feature a little boy in a bird mask, the Bird City Saint. If you don't know about Scent Rock, come and find out. And if you don't get to listen between now and Monday, next week is my birthday. I'll be off all week, but the rundown is still happening. My colleague and show producer, Justin Bull, will be hosting, and we'll hear some artsy stories from my colleague Ari Mejia's show, Shy Sounds Like. It's a podcast on our sister station, Vocalo, and it's real good. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.